0: All right, Allison, so you said that you had a pun for this week.
1: I do have a pun for this week. You ready? It's, I guess it's a joke format. Mm-hmm. So are you from Korea? No. Because you could be my soulmate.
0: <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Hi,
1: I'm Allison.
0: And I'm Ryan, and this is Don't Meet Me in the the Middle,
1: (laughs) where we watch the first episode of a drama,
0: and the last episode of a drama,
1: then we rate the whole drama based on those two episodes.
0: So in this episode, we're actually going to be doing all of Because It's the First Time, just because the episodes are so short, we're just going to do the first episode and last episode in one episode because we wouldn't have enough to talk about if we just did the first episode and then the last episode, you know?
1: Essentially, it'd just be a very short episode, so we're just gonna make it our usual hour length by combining the two.
0: Exactly. All right, so as I said before, this week we're watching Because It's the First Time, otherwise known as My First Time. That's like the English name for it. Because It's the First Time is the direct translation, My First Time is the newer or more acceptable translation i guess i didn't know that when we were watching it
1: i don't like the newer translation because i think with american slang first time would refer to i guess first time you guys have sex whereas i think what the korea translation is trying to do is like maybe first love or first relationships
0: yeah i think that's that's more or less what they're going for in this translation so the special thing about this drama is that Only eight episodes long, and each episode has three 15-minute chapters, so that's 24 chapters total.
1: Someone else can fact-check Ryan's math, because I'm not about to do it, not this early in the morning.
0: Okay, it's eight times three.
1: I know, I'm just making a joke, because math can be like that sometimes. Okay. (laughs) What were you about to say?
0: So this is the first drama for the network on style which is i guess a korean network that specializes in doing like beauty shows or like makeup tutorials is from what i understand so the fact that this is their first drama is kind of out there it's like newish thing for them and they really kicked it out of the ballpark i don't think
1: they knew it yet but they have a pretty good star-studded cast i think for their main leads
0: Yeah, so for the main leads, we have Minho, who is like, he was so popular when this drama came out. Uh, He was in a boy group called Shiny, you know, they did a bunch of songs. I remember a lot of my friends from high school were big fans of Shiny.
1: Yeah.
0: Why do you say like you were one of them?
1: (laughs) I was a fan in middle school. I was not a fan in high school. Ring Dang Dong, Sorry. Those were like my jam.
0: They they are pretty good songs.
1: I just love 2000s (laughs) K-pop.
0: It is very iconic and memorable when I look back through my records of past K-pop knowledge.
1: Oh my god, Sorry is Super Junior. Oh my god, what am I doing? It's been a while.
0: It has been a while. They all kind of mesh together after a while though
1: yeah that's true
0: okay <laughs> it's been that a was a weird
1: tangent
0: yeah yeah he's the main lead he plays Yoon tae and then we have Park So dam playing the main female lead she's playing Han Song Yi, and she's the same girl from Parasite
1: but this is her first time acting right this is her breakout role
0: okay one second I can confirm that so no it's not her first time acting but this is her first mm-hmm. drama
1: Okay, because I know she got nominated for like best new actress in a series for this drama, I believe.
0: Yeah, she she plays her role really well here. And then the second male lead, so this is like the love triangle that we're gonna see in the future, is played by Kim Minje. He plays So Jian and he is the main reason why I watched this drama in the first place. So full disclosure, I watched this drama my freshman year of college. So I, I watched it a long time ago basically. And he is the main reason I watched this drama, because I really liked his acting in second 20s or 20 again.
1: Who's he in 20 again?
0: He plays the son.
1: No, he doesn't.
0: Allison, he plays the son.
1: They look so different.
0: They look exactly the same. Shh.
1: I need to double check this.
0: Yeah, this is the drama he did right after second 20s.
1: I, maybe it's because he dyed his hair for second 20s?
0: I think so. Yeah, he had reddish hair, I think.
1: Yeah, because I remember that I thought his face was thinner or smaller and his face looks bigger now on the Wikipedia page.
0: Well, he placed this on. I don't know what to tell you, Allison.
1: <laughs> okay, I just didn't recognize him.
0: I thought he was super cute, so I wanted to watch more of his stuff.
1: He is super cute. I just, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but because I really like this drama, I looked more into it. It's the same director who did Crash Landing on You. You know, it's the same writer Mm. who did um, another drama that we reviewed on this podcast, Five Enough.
1: Oh, okay. So you like the director as well.
0: Yeah, honestly, it was a, what do you call it? What's the baseball term? Home run.
1: (laughs) Okay, I was gonna say just you're a fan.
0: Yeah, it was a home run for me. I really enjoyed this drama now that we've talked a little bit about the background, let's discuss the episode synopsis. Not as much episode, chapter one synopsis, I guess I should say. All right, let's do it. Yeah. We get introduced to a group of teens that are hanging out on the rooftop. A young man who we know is Teo, the main male lead, is asking his friends if they are excited about his blind date, but none of his friends seem really interested in the news and my implication was that it was because he's done this before, and so they weren't too excited for him.
1: In my notes, because later on he'll have a personal monologue when he's getting ready for the date. He said he's already been on 10 blind dates. And then I'm wondering, is that a lot of blind dates by Korean standards? Because it's not a lot of Tinder matches. Is that the equivalent?
0: But how many blind dates have you been on? And all- No, I don't think they're equivalent at all. No.
1: Okay, because blind dates for me is that... A friend is setting both of you up, but you don't know each other.
0: That's my implication as well.
1: So is 10 a lot?
0: I think so. I mean, if a couple of your friends keep keep telling you like, oh, this person's going to be a good option for you, and then you keep moving on to the next person, that's a lot of people to go through, especially if it's a, like people who know you and are trying to set you up.
1: Okay, but who's setting him up? Because his best friends on the rooftop clearly weren't the ones who were doing the setup. So it might have been more of an acquaintance. Like, oh, I have a cute friend that I know is single. I have a cute guy friend who I know is single, but I don't know too much about them beyond the superficialness of friendship. They're just two cute single people. Maybe they'll hit it off. What if it's something more casual like that? Then I don't think 10 would be too much.
0: I don't know. It seems like a lot to me. I guess.
1: All right. No way for us to know.
0: I guess not. We have to ask someone who actually lived in Korea, I think. So one of their friends is not there yet. So he's one of the side characters. And each of them note that they saw him outside naked. Half naked. Because his parents kicked him out with no clothes on, apparently.
1: Well, he was wearing boxers. That was it.
0: Comical boxers.
1: I actually would like to own some. I think they're very cute and where can I get some? They were like animal print (laughs) on the front and I think they had a tail on the back and yeah. yeah. they were like
0: tiger, a little cartoon tiger or something.
1: It was very cute and I would like our fans to come through.
0: Okay, well.
1: Just send me the link. Someone has to be like a diehard uh, K-Drama fan like we are, knows maybe where they got it from and just send me the link.
0: Yeah, good luck with that one. (laughs) They try and figure out where he is because he's supposed to be at the rooftop by now. And tailed. he deduces that he went into the laundromat and he is correct. He went to a laundromat. They gave him a dress to wear out which was weird to me because i'm like if it's a laundromat does not that dress belong to someone and why would they give it away
1: so i'm sure that sometimes they'll get irresponsible customers who just never pick up their items so that's why you go to a laundromat you're hoping that someone just never claimed anything so like oh yeah we had this dress from five years ago they're never gonna claim it at this point here you go
0: okay yeah that makes more sense to me i was just confused because it looked like a nice dress
1: it did not but whatever
0: okay i thought it looked nice
1: it got like ajima vibes to it
0: i know but like isn't that kind of the vibes that you want to get when you're that age
1: i don't know i'm not that age ryan why are you asking me this
0: final ask you in 20 years
1: oh fine
0: (laughs) god yeah and we figure out he was kicked out for not going to college that's the reason his parents kicked him out
1: But I still think it's weird that they kicked him out naked. I know it's to shame him and get him to conform, but it feels like it's child abuse, even though he's an adult.
0: It is a little cruel and unusual punishment, yeah.
1: And they must have done this multiple times if none of his friends are shocked or sympathetic to a situation. So this is their preferred form of punishment. Yay! I mean,
0: it's probably seen as more acceptable, maybe.
1: I think it's just a comical punishment that we the viewers can enjoy because then he's seen as a pervert <laughs> who is either half naked or who wears women's clothing because men can't cross dress.
0: Fair, fair. So Tao rushes um, to his apartment to prepare for his date. He goes out dressed in a nice blue button-up shirt with a white undershirt. This is a very classic look, I think.
1: No, it's not. The blue shirt, he only has it buttoned in one button, and it's the very top.
0: I'm glad you mentioned this too. (laughs) I was about to go into that. Okay. I'm just saying like the outfit is very typical.
1: Oh yeah, until he buttoned it.
0: (laughs) So he does what I like to call the Hudson Yang, because that's how Hudson Yang wore all of his collared shirts in Fresh Off the Boat
1: oh yeah i guess he did do that a lot in fresh off the
0: boat he did it with every button-up shirt but that was to emphasize his juvenile nature (laughs) what i think this is is on fresh off the boat uh, hudson yang's character eddie like does this because he sees the rappers that he admires do this same kind of style which a lot of korean culture right now does a lot If I'm remembering correctly, Minho was the rapper of the group.
1: He was the rapper because his voice was the deepest.
0: So I think it makes sense that his character is inheriting something that's from his real life, which is kind of a little bit of appropriation of Black culture, which is unfortunate. But that's where I think the buttoned up collar comes from.
1: Okay, because the rest of his outfit seems very good boy because he is the main male lead.
0: Right, like I said, I think it's just a facet of Minho's personality feeding into Teo's personality. Oh, So the actor okay. kind of using his style in his character. Back to the drama, he is leaving to go on his date and he has this inner monologue about how he's going on all these dates, he's been on 10 so far, but he only has one girl on his mind, which is his childhood friend, and then one of the girls in the rooftop, whose name is Han Yi, comes down and asks Taeho for a ride to her job,
1: which is also where he's having his blind date.
0: Yeah, that's a bad move. I feel
1: that he set it up at her cafe. Yes,
0: like even if I had friends that were like that, I'm not like romantically interested. By the way, he's she's the romantic, or she's the childhood friend. Yes. Even if I didn't have friends who I was romantically interested in or I was romantically interested in and I was going to their job for a blind date, I wouldn't want my friends watching me do a blind date.
1: <laughs> well, I can maybe understand why you would maybe have that because usually your friend is too busy working to be this casual observer. And then it can also help, I guess, the blind date goer. I guess in this particular scenario, us feel more comfortable. Oh, if anything goes wrong, my friend's here, my friend has my back. At least that's the case with women. Women tend to want to have backup. He's a man, and I think it's just to show that he can't get his childhood crush, his best friend, out of his mind or out of his life. Yeah, he's trying to find someone else, but he's not really trying, or else it wouldn't be held at the cafe where his crush works. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just to highlight that, not anything else.
0: I guess so. All right, as they're going down the street, we get different locations that they're going to repeatedly go through throughout the drama. So I think that's nice foreshadowing. Other than that, Theo has a flashback to his time with Songyi, and yeah. yeah, it's it's cute. I think like no, it's not. Okay,
1: it's not cute.
0: Well, I think one of the moments is cute.
1: You tell them the flashback, and then I'll I'll tell you why I don't think it's that cute.
0: Okay. So, Tayo comes in around the block, and he's wearing these gigantic glasses that are so thick. Like, thick black frames. Which were in. They were in during that time.
1: I don't pay that much attention to eyewear as you do, Ryan.
0: Maybe I have to, because I have to put it on every day. But it just looks weird now, because it was so popular back then. But it's just swallowing his face. It's not doing anything for him.
1: I think that's just how they like dressing their child actors with like huge frames or ugly frames.
0: I guess so, but then he doesn't really wear it in the next flashback scene. Anyways, he seems to be spying on her at the front of her house. She's wearing this really beautiful black hanbok with a cute white ribbon in her hair.
1: Dude, this is funeral attire.
0: I know, but it's really nice.
1: It's just standard funeral attire.
0: Hanboks are not that standard.
1: If you're practicing Buddhism, if it's a Buddhist funeral, that is standard hanbok attire for family slash daughters. I've
0: been to Korean Buddhist funerals. I've never seen a hanbok, but I think that's because I'm in America. I
1: was about to say, it's standard for Korean Buddhists in Korea.
0: Anyways, it's beautiful. I really like it. Okay. Connotation aside, I think it looks really pretty. And I like the rib- the ribbon in her hair, too. It's very cute. Anyways, okay. this is her parents' funeral. <laughs>
1: Well, it's just her dad, right?
0: It was focusing on her dad, but then like five minutes later, they say that both her parents passed away.
1: Really? Yeah. I thought it was just her dad who died and her mom was okay because I thought I saw the mom crying and wailing.
0: Maybe she died soon after and they didn't show that, but Teo definitely mentions later that both her parents are dead.
1: I thought that was him saying both his parents died.
0: No, his mom died and his dad has married a stepmother.
1: Okay, so I thought it was Yi at her dad's funeral. And then he's like, I lost both my parents. He lost his mom at one point, And then three years later, he's like, my dad died. I think his dad abandoned him. So I think he's using the phrase like dead to me like my dad's dead to me. Or disowned.
0: Yeah, so his dad married a stepmother, and the stepmother doesn't like Teo, so they disowned him.
1: Yes. So that part I all got, but I Uh did not think her mom died.
0: Well, that's what he says, I'm pretty sure.
1: Mm, We'll move on, because I don't know. Oh
0: my god. Anyways, he's there to tell her to apply for... High school. I thought it was college, but it's high school.
1: I thought it was either a high school or a hagwon, but I, I didn't think the hagwon application would be that rigorous, so I think high school makes sense.
0: You'd be surprised about the different kinds of hagwon in Korea.
1: No, like the way he was going about it.
0: I mean, some hagwons do have application processes.
1: Huh, okay.
0: Because, you know, sometimes they say that your child's too stupid and I can't teach them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what they said to you. I'm sure they don't tell paying customers that.
0: Anyways, it seems like some time has passed after she fills out the application, and she's moving because her family has gone bankrupt. Tao comes around and tries to cheer her up, but she's not having it, and she tells him not to smile until she says so. And he says, okay, well, if I can't smile, then you can't cry until I say so. And then she starts to cry.
1: (laughs) They're also playing really, really happy music while all this is going down.
0: I thought it was fitting.
1: I think it's just weird. Because she's crying, and I'm guessing her feelings are valid. She lost her parents, she's moving, and then her best friend's like, Stop crying! And it's like happy music. That's a weird juxtaposition for everything that's going on. I mean,
0: he's just trying to cheer her up and make her feel better. And I think the music accents their friendship, not so much the situation.
1: I do think the music accents their friendship. But like, as someone who cries pretty frequently, or at least used to cry a lot as a kid, being told to stop crying was never helpful.
0: It's not. And also, they're in middle school, so I don't really blame them for that advice. That's fair. Anyway, so he's trying to comfort her while she's crying in the back of this truck, but she like smacks him for being annoying, but it works. She stops crying. So you know what? He ended up doing what he planned to do, which was comfort her during this time. Mission success. And then he brings out a yellow umbrella uh, because he's like saying that, oh, you have tears on your face that must be rain. So it must be raining. So he brings out a yellow umbrella and they sit together on the back of the truck as she looks at her cards. This is the this is a very cute scene, I think. And I really like the cinematography in particular because I think the colors really balance each other out with the yellow and blue furniture. Or not the, the yellow umbrella and the blue furniture against mm. the background of like clear skies and an alleyway. I think that's a very cinematic shot and I really liked it. <laughs> it was so- very really pretty.
1: Here's where I'm going to interrupt you and... Because I know there's like one more flashback about to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the memories are cute. I have nothing... I have no problem with the memories. What I have a problem with the flashbacks is that he's trying to, I think, say or show us that he's always been in love with her. And they have this like deep, beautiful friendship. They've been there for each other through, I guess, thick and thin. Mm-hmm. But because I think the drama is so short, all the flashbacks have been kind of very sad moments. I think for like, this is my first love. And then all we see, the audience sees, is like really intense, sad moments. I kind of already got the impression. Yeah, he loves her, but the relationship is due. All the flashbacks, like especially with the funeral... Is this an indication that he's developing feelings for her at a funeral? Because that's kind of the takeaway that I got.
0: I don't know if it's at the funeral, but I think it was like leading up and that was like, it's weird to think of it like that. But I think that might have been like peak, like, oh, she has emotions. because She's usually pretty cold at school or something like that. I don't know.
1: Really? Because that is not how she comes across.
0: Well, she changes after that moment.
1: Mmm, that's fair. But Han Song Yi, or like just the actress herself, she has a very cute face. So even if she is more melancholy, I think because of like just the way she looks, she's just seems still okay, even though she has like a lot of pain and sadness inside her.
0: Not sure. I'm sure there are a lot of different flashback scenes that we're missing because we're not watching the middle. So maybe that's where they show the attraction starting. But I don't think it starts here.
1: It's just it doesn't help when he says I have a first love. And then the flashbacks reveal it's Han Song-yi. And the first memory we the audience sees is him comforting her at a funeral and then comforting her again when she's leaving. Like Those are both very sad and big milestone moments for a lot of people.
0: All right. And I think that they're showing that he was there for those moments.
1: I agree. But I just think it just highlighted that the his first love was with her at least.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think that that's the point. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's all I was trying to say. I think oh, okay. that that was just a really long roundabout discussion. But the next flashback is kind of is really cute too. Like I have no problems with the flashbacks. That's all I was trying to say.
0: Okay, <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. I think it's doomed from the start, and I think that maybe it's just a symptom of the reality of your first love. To be honest,
1: yeah, there's a lot that plays into why first loves don't work out.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think you and I have. First hand experience.
1: Anyways, so the next flashback that we get is them <laughs> in high school? high school. Yes. High, high school. school and han Song-yi is writing a note and she wants to send it to teo But all her friends are sitting in the same row as her. So they all stand up and like reveal that they have like a tunnel piece and when connected, it makes like a shoot. And so she puts the note in a little like Easter egg ball type thing. Gotcha. Sends it down his way. Sure, yes, that word. And I think it's like a really cute scene. But also, would it just be more efficient to put the note in the Easter egg ball thing and just throw it at him?
0: That's what I was saying. Or not even put oh it in the ball. Just like hand the note over and write Tao's name on the front and just have mm-hmm. them pass it over. Yeah. I don't know why they had such a needlessly complicated <laughs> tunnel system.
1: I think it's just to show that the friends are just so interconnected and intermingled. You know, they're very codependent, but they'll all be there for each other. Cause the tunnel's very noticeable and jarring and it takes forever, I think, to put it together and then to take it apart. They could have gotten caught in the time that it was just taken to like send notes the old fashioned way. The tunnel system is just extra.
0: I think what makes this more hilarious is the fact that, you know, Teo still gets caught because he's stupid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He gets caught? oh yeah he does get caught because then he gets punished outside in the hallway and he has to hold up a chair
0: yeah because he as soon as he gets the note and reads it it says that she's like i want sausage bread get me sausage bread after Mm -hmm. class and he gets up from his chair and says (laughs) which is like i understand yeah and he's like interrupting class so the teacher makes him sit outside with the chair over his head yeah again this is another like cruel and unusual punishment but i guess it's not uncommon if you're going to some kind of high school in korea (laughs) i was gonna say prep school but it doesn't seem like a prep school it just seems like a high school
1: definitely seems like a high school there's still daylight but that's why i kind of thought the drama was a little bit older because that punishment is again child abuse in
0: america i don't know about that in korea
1: i thought they were phasing it out because i know they're phasing out hitting so i thought they'd phase out other physical punishments
0: right but in the context of this drama that would be 2012 yeah i don't know
1: i'm sorry just because you're not hitting them doesn't mean it doesn't hurt
0: yeah i'm saying okay it's cruel and unusual but also i don't think it was illegal
1: i'm not saying illegal but they should have known oh yeah this causes physical pain We are physically harming children. Maybe we shouldn't since we also banned hitting. Okay, we'll just move on. (laughs) I think we're going to
0: have to disagree on that. (laughs) He rushes out of class once it ends and he goes to get the sausage bread. But in the middle of a section between buildings, I guess, I don't know what to call it. Hallways? It's not a hallway because it's outside. Skywalks? It's outside. Courtyard? No, it's, what do you call it? A median?
1: Isn't median like grass?
0: Yeah, that's not it.
1: I think a courtyard is acceptable because that's what I thought it was. But they're But not... we'll just say...
0: <sighs> Whatever, and... they're outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets confronted by a group of girls and they're like, the hottest girl in school wants to ask you a question. And they have this like slow motion pan where she flips her hair and she's like, I'm a senior. Would you like to go to the movies with me? And he was like, no.
1: <laughs> Did you recognize the girl?
0: I knew she was popular. Was she from, um, my God. She's from a girl group, right?
1: I was about to say, you're the one who, like, chastises me for not being, like, more into K pop. Yes, she's in a girl group.
0: I couldn't recall which one.
1: G, G, baby, baby, baby.
0: Oh, is she the lead from, um, my God, Girls' Generation?
1: She is from Girls' Generation. I don't know if Girls' Generation has a lead.
0: I think they have, like, two main girls. I don't know. Girls' Generation
1: over. is, there's just too many people there
0: there are like seven or five
1: there is is there okay oh god i don't know definitely less look than her seven up. her name is her name is yuna
0: yeah i remember her from running man which is uh why i recognized her i guess
1: because i always thought there's way more girls than five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
0: Oh, okay eight too many girls
1: yes too many girls and then i don't know what what did they call her
0: have different names
1: no no no. i meant like what's her position in the girl group is she like known for the dancer the high notes the rapping did
0: girls generation have rapping
1: no <laughs> but you still need to set yourself apart so even though you don't rap you're still like oh she's the rapper i don't know
0: okay anyway I-, I never really liked so girl groups he says no and moves past her to get the sausage bread which is the most popular bread at school and he does make it he
1: You can see other people or other students in the background running to the lunchroom to get it before they're all out.
0: Mm -hmm. He makes it, gets the pastry, gives it to her, and they have this like cute looking over a soccer field moment. And then we hard cut back to the present where he belabors the fact that all of his romantic gestures have been unnoticed and... I think it's heavily implied that she is the reason why all his past romances have failed.
1: I do think he implies I'm single because of you, but I think that he's unfairly placing the blame on her.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: But he's also like, hey, I've been doing this too, so I'm going to move on. Even though I don't think he will be successful at it. I think that's how the drama ends, right? Like, no, he goes, we meet the girl that he's going on a blind date and then the drama ends.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah well this seemed also kind of maybe uncomfortable because as he's like looking around and he's thinking oh i'm not gonna date her but there are so many different options for me and he looks around and he's like Mm -hmm. cute girls sexy girls whatever whatever and i was like that's a little creepy (laughs) that's a little too much tail you need a chill please (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan of his internal monologue. He objectifies women. Like, again, if we go back to when he's getting ready for his date, he, he says Miranda Kerr is his dream girl. I don't know who Miranda Kerr is, but I'm assuming she's very, very hot.
0: I mean, there was a picture of her, in there. It was,
1: but it was, like, in the background and only for a couple seconds.
0: I think she's a famous American model, but I honestly don't know who Miranda Kerr is either.
1: She's Australian apparently
0: Uh, of course you would
1: oh she's pretty well she's a model but it's just i think highlights is i'm a man i like anything that's cute i want a date but i'm in love with my my childhood friend yep and that's the first episode
0: yeah he goes up to this girl who's doing work on her laptop and the episode ends which by the way if you're on a blind date you don't bring a laptop to a cafe
1: I don't think she's the actual blind date. She's not. I think so, just, what I'm
0: saying is, <laughs> he should have known.
1: I think he's like, oh, cute girl by herself. This is my date. I want it to be her. So, I'm just going to assume it's her because reasons. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's strange to me, anyways.
1: He's just entitled?
0: A little bit, yeah. Anyways, we move on to chapter 22. We have the two main male leads on the ground of a basketball court. They were fighting, and the male lead, Teo, is wearing jeans. I don't know why he's wearing jeans. You don't exercise in jeans. I do. You do? Aren't you extremely uncomfortable?
1: I don't exercise in jeans, but if, like, I've played tennis or badminton in jeans.
0: That's different than, like, going out, because they had plans to play basketball.
1: Okay, okay i made plans to play tennis and i still did it in jeans
0: it's so uncomfortable
1: i ice skate in jeans all the time okay
0: that's different
1: how because i'm not gonna go ice
0: skating in my basketball shorts
1: okay but there are specific ice skating pants you're supposed to wear jeans do restrict mobility
0: where do i get these fabled ice skating pants
1: they're just tights ryan if you're, like, really into ice skating, the ice skating tights will have one leg marked special, so they'll be, like, a like, bit of color or a bit of pops so you know which one's your right leg, because you tend to
0: get more... Ice skating's a little different, too, because it's cold. But when you're playing basketball, your legs get really hot if you're wearing jeans, I and mean, it gets all sweaty, and jeans do My don't ice skating instructor
1: good. would get mad that I wore jeans, because, like I said, they restrict mobility, which is, I think, the argument being made for people who exercise in jeans or want to play tennis or basketball in jeans they restrict some of your mobility you can still do the sport it's just not
0: it's just uncomfortable athletic
1: friendly sure, yeah it's it's works. uncomfortable
0: i've exercised in jeans before and it's not fun i get super it's all hot it's right. it's dehydrated doable. like it
1: doesn't bother me that much but i can understand why it bothers other people
0: oh my god anyways the side male character comes and asks what's going on with them And I think I really like this aspect of his character because it seems like he genuinely cares about what's going on with his friends but doesn't overstep his boundaries by forcing them to tell him what's going on.
1: It's a good look. I like it.
0: Yeah, I really admire that quality in a person. Jian goes away and Teo laments about his friendships and he hopes that he isn't going to lose them. And he expresses this to the other side male character.
1: No, I thought it was an internal monologue.
0: Oh, was it an internal monologue? I didn't write down one. Yeah,
1: because Koreans don't communicate, Ryan. That is the golden rule. Oh my
0: god. Anyways, so then the second female lead, who's a side character. She's not a lead, sorry. She's a female side character. Badin? Yeah. She texts the group chat and tells everyone that she's pregnant and shares photos. I don't know why she does this, but she does.
1: I get it. Like, you never shared pictures of your food baby or be like, oh my god, I have a food baby. And then like, pat your stomach.
0: She literally put pillows in her dress.
1: Oh, that's what she did? Okay, now I've never done that.
0: She sent pictures of herself <laughs> with pillows on her stomach and saying, I'm pregnant.
1: How is Tao the first suspect, by the way? Because Jian's No, it's not Jion. The other guy. The one who doesn't have a love yeah. interest.
0: So, um, this is kind of a spoiler... Kind of talking about the middle. But obviously they're the two, together. The two side characters are kind mm-hmm. of in a relationship. However, the side female lead is in love with Tao.
1: Yes, I got that. Yes.
0: So that's why he's like super insecure about their relationship. As soon as she shares the photos, he's like, Did you get her pregnant? <laughs> because I think that he that's the only person who could he could think that would be able to get her pregnant. But also he displays massive himbo moves because you can't grow a baby like that in one day
1: yeah and i feel like for me it was more implied that they were together at some point rather than it was a one-sided crush
0: no it's just a one-sided crush they were never together
1: okay
0: it's the male other male lead female lead so Yi, jian they meet up and you know they're dating so
1: yes she's taking care of his injuries you know Putting the ointment and band-aids and what have you.
0: Yeah, it seems like they didn't really notice that Teo had feelings for her until like a few episodes ago or something like that, a few minutes ago. And so they, they're coming yeah. to that realization together and Qian asks um, Song-yi to break up with him, but she says no, she's not going to do that. And then they all get a text to go over to the roof.
1: Isn't that weird, though, that he did that? If he had a problem, shouldn't he be breaking up with her, not asking her to break up with him?
0: I think it's the fact that he really likes her, and he doesn't want to break up with her, but really wants to preserve his friendship with Tail. So he's like, I'm not strong enough to break up with you, but I think this is what's best for our friend group.
1: But why put the onus on her, though?
0: He's just asking. She's not going to do it.
1: Okay. I'm saying, like, if he really thought, I'm trapping her.
0: I don't think that's what he thought.
1: Okay. Trapping? Again, with no context. Like, I just met this boy and he was fighting. I'm like, "Uh, what is their relationship that he's asking her to break up with him? Why doesn't he have any faith that she'll do it if she actually doesn't want to be with him?
0: Hmm.
1: Kind of thing. But I'm glad she says no. I'm glad she's like, nope, I like you. You're being dumb. We're staying together.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then they all go over to Teo's roof, which is their usual hangout spot.
1: They just had a fight. How is it not more awkward?
0: I mean, I think they don't make it awkward, which is fine. Okay. Yeah, so they all end up going to the roof. The side female lead is asking for more details about the fight, but no one's really giving it to her. She should really stay in her lane, I think.
1: (laughs) I think it's part of her personality, maybe maybe because Teo's involved she's like i want to know what happened my crush she's like i'm ready to happened. beat a bitch <laughs> yeah pretty much oh my and then the awkward energy that i was waiting for doesn't happen until songi and taeo are doing dishes that was the awkward energy i was looking for
0: yeah that happens after like they all go up to the roof the side female lead character she puts medicine on Teo's face and she's like, I know you fought with Jian, but let me tell you right now, you could never win a fight against him because he's too kind hearted for that.
1: Oh, the translation I got was because you don't want to win. Yeah, you that's You don't similar, go in right? for the kill.
0: I think that's similar.
1: Maybe. I think there are slight differences, more nuances to the phrasing.
0: Fair enough. That's what she says to him. And I think he, Tao realizes that that's the truth. Like, yeah. He may talk a big game, but in the end, he wants what's best for his friends.
1: I got the association that he won't fight for her because it's a hopeless cause. Whereas it's not hopeless for Gion He actually knows that she loves him and can like back it up. So he's just realizing he subconsciously has always been like letting go or not. Never really pursued it 100.
0: I guess so. I think that we just took different interpretations from that.
1: Because he's never confessed to her, I'm guessing until the fight scene. So that's on him for never confessing, never letting it be known.
0: A little bit, yeah.
1: And then like getting all regretful now that she loves someone else and like, Bish, you never even gave yourself the opportunity. You never even gave yourself a fighting chance.
0: Yeah. Anyways, the side male Lee. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have anything to say to that.
1: Okay. That's fine. It was it's just awkward now. <laughs>
0: I think we just took different interpretations from that scene, which is fine. We we did yeah. okay. Anyways, the side male lead is trying to make a cheers to being twenty, being in this age. Uh, he says T- being twenty is the best, and he lists out reasons why. But mainly, it, it's a bittersweet age that symbolizes the possibility of the future. That's what I like. Shorten it down to in one sentence because he goes on a little too long. <laughs> Yeah. And I really like this scene. And I think this scene symbolizes the drama well because, especially when I was watching it, it was about a bunch of kids in college trying to figure their lives out. And no one really knows how the future is going to pan out, but taking the good things that are happening to you right now are an important part of keeping you together. And it's even better when you have friends to encourage you along the way.
1: I, I wholeheartedly agree.
0: Yeah, I would be concerned if you did it. <laughs> but I think that is like the...
1: Key message?
0: Yes, yes, of this drama specifically. That's like what it's trying to push through. That's the narrative it's pushing.
1: I really do like coming-of-age dramas because I love that bittersweet, looking forward to the future messages that they tend to carry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, especially when I was like watching it, the first time I was watching it, oh, it hit home was so hard. Was it more hard.
1: bittersweet to you? <laughs>
0: It hit hard so bad. I was like crying in the scene. I was like, "Oh my god!" Alright, now we cut to another scene:
1: the awkward dishes scene. Awkward
0: dishes scene. Songy and Taylor are living together in their apartment, washing dishes.
1: Bad idea. Do not live with someone you have feelings for. Just exactly. Don't do it. Yeah, that's not good.
0: Songy is like, "Oh, I need. It. I'm gonna go to sleep now." And before he goes to sleep, he like covers her eyes and like tells her to close it
1: yeah he's like i have something i want to say to you
0: and he basically oh. lists off things that he doesn't like about her
1: and they're all superficial so i hate him even more
0: yeah but you kind of think that um you know that these are the things that he loves about her
1: but again they were all superficial i know Do you but even like... see her as a person oh my gosh and then he straight up says this line i never once liked you as a girl oh so we're just straight up lying now okay
0: i mean he is yeah
1: (sighs) yeah before coming up with superficial lists i like that was maybe more acceptable because it's a way of putting up a boundary between you i don't know how to communicate that but then straight up saying i never once liked you as a girl i feel like that's gaslighting and that i'm not okay with
0: it is a little bit yeah
1: why are we doing this? Isn't she your best friend? Um, why can't you just be like...
0: I think that maybe he was trying to give her peace of mind. That was my implication behind it.
1: He definitely was. I I can see why he said that. But then doesn't he just ghost everyone? He's like, okay, I'm going to join the military because you're never going to date me. And I told you I never liked you. So I'm not going to tell anyone and just eat out the country.
0: Right. So he leaves 10 days after this to go to the military which I thought was a strange move, but I think it kind of makes sense because he's trying to get over this 20-year crush, quote-unquote 20-year crush, because he hasn't obviously known her since childhood. And I think that his solution is like, I need some time to myself to think about what has gone on in my life and how I can proceed moving forward.
1: I have no problem with him joining the military because, A, it's mandatory, and B, I agree, he needs time and space to himself. There's nothing wrong with giving that to him. What I do have a problem with is that I don't think he communicated to anyone, his closest friends, that he was doing this. That's what I take an issue with. He gives his crush, his best friend, peace of mind, I never liked you, like, calm down joins the military, and then, like, was that your plan to, like, ghost out? How is this- I think so, yeah. Friendship. How is this healthy communication? Well, it's not, but how did you think this was a good idea? And then, like, in another confusing turn of events, his friends were watching him, like, leave in the middle of the night, to join the military, and then decide to rush to the bus terminal to, like, say goodbye to him. It's like, oh, so you knew he was leaving, Also chose not to say anything and then also chose to show like your affection last minute without communicating. What is this dynamic?
0: I think that's just their friendship dynamic and they know what he's doing. They're like, okay, this is something you need to do. They're not going to hold it against him.
1: But why can't they just talk more honestly? That's all I want. Like, I get it. They're still friends. They still love and support each other. That's all super great. Why can't you just add honesty to the mix?
0: I think they did though.
1: No, they didn't.
0: I think it's something we have to disagree on.
1: No, we we, we were literally just discussing while they we were doing dishes. He's lying. How how are we now going to say that they're being honest?
0: Because and he, like he did it because he wanted to give her clo- closure and peace of mind. And I'm totally fine with that. I don't I think that's an acceptable behavior to do. And he needs time okay. to himself and his friends are giving him that space.
1: I mean, you're making good points. I'm just frustrated at the drama, not at you. <laughs>
0: Anyways, yes, he's going to the military and he goes around town taking mental pictures. And we see later that his friends also see him leaving uh, as well. Goes to the bus station. Qian is there. He's going to go to the, or Teo's going to go to the army Study film afterwards. And he asks what he should tell Yi. And Teo lists off some chores for her to do. And then Chian was like, should I tell her that you loved her? And he says, no. I think that would be super awkward. So I think that's a good move to say no. But what he does tell him to say to her is that Theo is glad that song likes Jian. Which I think is sweet. That's like giving him his blessing. Not that it he needed it, but, blessing. you know, he has
1: it. It's still a nice or sweet gesture. It's a sweet, unnecessary gesture.
0: That's what I think, too. We... And then they all come to the bus stop as he's leaving. And he gets off the bus and he says that they should all meet when they turn 23. And the drama ends. No, it doesn't. It doesn't end. Oh,
1: wait. Oh, wait. We're... You're also doing the epilogue. Okay, so that's... Okay, do the epilogue because that's what I want to talk about.
0: I didn't see an epilogue. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. So you're right. I think the drama ends with him getting on the bus. But then I think there's an epilogue where future moments or future scenes... So he finishes his military service and then Jian I think went into him and He's like were you going to tell anyone that you were leaving the country cuz i think his dad helped him look for maybe universities or jobs abroad mm-hmm. and then we get like another scene of like Songyi also reminiscing about her 20s and she, this is when she revealed oh oh that she yes had her first i forgot love, about this and it's teo
0: i forgot about that yes yes
1: yeah boy you did i was so surprised
0: i mean i'm not surprised
1: no i'm surprised you forgot because usually you're better at the note-taking than i am
0: i think that maybe i my brain turned off <laughs> after that because i was like uh, oh, sorry i was reminiscing oh
1: this is why I'm mad that he never communicated Tao, or Songi. Like, I guess Songi is supposed to be, like, the big reveal. And I think further highlights that we make mistakes with our 20s. And that, that's why I think, the in addition to all the great lessons that the final episode is trying to hit, I think it's also trying to hit be honest, communicate. Because then there's this whole what if. What if he did something different? What if she did something different? Would they be together? Would they not be together?
0: that's true so like that's fair.
1: why not make the leap because they still ended up fighting so why not just have a real why not fight about what you're actually fighting so like roundabout fights i think that's just unproductive
0: hmm. yeah i can see that I-, I guess i can see your point there it is a little infuriating but it's not unexpected
1: you- you're right i that's why i've said se- that's why i've been like yelling not like at you but like through you to the drama i want someone (laughs) just to take my feedback
0: um all right well what did you think of the drama i guess rating or what do you think happens in the middle
1: okay so here are my thoughts Mm -hmm. due to how short the episodes were i i just felt really really confused even more so than i normally do when we do these like (laughs) episodes
0: yeah when we said we were going to do um, chapters and not episodes, I was like, okay, okay, this is going to be a more more of a challenge for us. I think we can do this.
1: But I came up with a wild theory that, and I say it's wild because none of this happened on screen for me. This is all based off a Wikipedia page. So on the Wikipedia okay, page, okay. it mentions that there are six characters, whereas we, you and I, have only been talking about five, the two main couple Teo, the two side characters there's a girl we're missing
0: yes yes there is
1: so my theory is just about her because we never see her uh-huh i think she's a romantic threat to Teo, Songyi, jian love triangle love square but i also think she dies i think she uh, wh- oh where is it in my notes
0: oh my god
1: because she's never mentioned in the flashbacks or in the toast or in anything So I'm like, maybe she got like a terminal illness. But then if she died in that manner, I feel like she would have been like honored. She clearly got murdered or developed a terminal illness. That's all I wrote. And I stand by it. I stand by it that she got murdered. Do you
0: have evidence? This is a very drastic.
1: Okay. So I'm just basing this off tropes that dramas like this will usually have like a danger element. Like there's usually like a stalker or a series of break-ins. But because they're just short on timing, they just, like, off the character. We don't have time for you, so you die. You're dead. And then, because, again, they they don't have that much time to spend on her, they're like, they forget about her. They just never bring her up again.
0: Do you want me to disprove that theory to you?
1: <laughs> I know I'm wrong! Because I don't think murder- or I don't think they write off characters anymore in K-dramas. There's always, like, a- You get cancer, but you recover. Or, like, you get kidnapped, but you get saved at the last minute. But I... She's literally... She's not in the first episode. She's not in the last episode. No one references her. So I'm like, she disappears. Death is the final disappearing act. Okay, you can tell me what happened.
0: Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's an interesting theory. And I think that the tone of the drama might have shifted drastically if that was the case.
1: I mean... one of those sad moments for them to experience in their 20s i don't know life is short and carpe diem you know that could have been maybe their message
0: okay she didn't die
1: well yeah i know
0: they just broke up that's it yes
1: she's listed as a main character
0: yeah because she's there from chapters 2 to 21
1: so literally everything that we didn't see exactly Okay, then how come she's not acknowledged at all during their goodbyes or looking back? She must have been a huge part of his life.
0: She was, They were only dating for the span of the drama, which is like less than a year.
1: She must have been his first relationship. Maybe not his first love. Definitely not his first love, but she probably was his first relationship. That's not enough to like look back for the good moments and the bad moments.
0: They might have done that for her leaving episode, but definitely not in the last episode.
1: But it would have been such a huge milestone for his 20s.
0: I understand where you're coming from. And I think that maybe she should have been acknowledged.
1: Because that's why I think she just died. I thought she just died, like, oh, like in episode 8.
0: No, they they left on really bad terms.
1: Okay. I think that's just me as a person then. Anything that happens to me, I try to, like, take good moments, bad moments, things that I can, like, learn from and, like, attribute to personal growth. So I Mm -hmm. take a little bit of offense that he's not doing this with his first relationship because there's just so much you learn from your first relationship. There's just so many mistakes you make and that you can grow from. And he just it doesn't acknowledge anything because it just ends badly. A lot, uh, Almost everyone's first relationship ends very badly.
0: Amen, sister.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's rate it unless you have anything to say.
0: I have nothing else to say, so I'm good with okay. rating it.
1: You go first.
0: Just based on the first and last chapter, I'm gonna have to give it maybe a 7.8, a 78%.
1: Why is it so high? It's a C. That's high.
0: Anyways, I think especially right now in my age, Mm -hmm. because last year was, I think that I experienced like crushes throughout like my whole life but last year is when i experienced like my first love kind of like pining for someone borderline obsessively (laughs) and watching yeah yeah watching the finale it hits different now especially Mm -hmm. since i've experienced like first love tropes in my life so in my head i'm like oh god i can totally relate to teo as a character and his struggle right now because He's pining for this person who doesn't love him and he needs to get over it or he needs to take a break by doing that. And I can totally relate to that character. I don't know. I think that this is a really good drama for the first attempt of a network to do a Korean drama. And I'm upset that they that they don't do more because I think they only have two on their docket.
1: For this year or when this came out? What do you mean?
0: I mean, they only have, they've only produced two dramas
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So I wish they had done more dramas, but mm. anyways, I think the characters acted well, especially the ending. I think the script is very nice. I don't like Teo as much as a character, but I can relate to him and his struggles with first loves. And you know, even though we only saw him for like those few scenes, Minche like kills it as Jian. <laughs> very good looking. So anyways, that's why uh... I give it a seventy eight. I, I really liked it.
1: Okay, that's fair. I'm gonna rate it a five out of ten. I have no emotional connection to this drama. Oh my god! <laughs> I think the first episode is um pretty standard first episode K drama. It's solid. It's got a nice premise. I didn't like the main character then, and I liked him even less by the time the finale came around. I think he loses a lot of points, or the show. The show loses a lot of points for the finale. I do like that they put a twist at the end where is like, I liked him or he was my first love. I do appreciate that. And that's what's saving it from getting a 4 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I think everyone kind of knows I was really, really frustrated with this drama.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm
1: always frustrated. By lack of communication.
0: Yeah, but that's like a standard in Korean dramas. I don't know how you've watched so many without.
1: Maybe it now comes with age, right? Maybe I'm more bitter. Okay, I I am. I am definitely more bitter about it. But it wasn't just the lying, which is definitely bothers me. It was also the goodbye scene with Taeho. We literally see him walking down the street, not saying goodbye. Yes, he's taking these cute mental picture moments. But he's not doing it with his friends. So then his friends watch him leave, not say anything, and then take mental pictures of him actually leaving. That was just so weird for me. Talk to each other. This isn't even about, like, relationships where the main couple won't communicate or like each other and we both know it but still refuse to communicate. This is about the whole friendship. Like, all the friends not communicating when they've just been built up. So 5 out of 10. Hard five out of ten gotcha
0: i think that might have just been a time constraint in the drama as well because they're running out of time
1: i I do see that but i think the solution would have been have another episode or another chapter at least still keep it in the 15 minutes but have another chapter I really like it when if they added another
0: fifteen minutes, I think they would. That's not. I don't think they had enough money to produce another episode, nor did they really have the resources to do so. So I think it's. I agree with you. I think they should have had another scene, but I think time constraints really restricted that.
1: Okay, because it just went from that scene, the picture moments, not communicating, to the bus terminal goodbye, where he because he didn't communicate, he doesn't expect anyone to show up and say goodbye to him, but because they do know he's doing it, despite. Again, no one communicating. They all show up to the bus terminal to say goodbye. <laughs> it's, it's just so weird. This would never happen in real life. And maybe that's also what's bothering me.
0: But I mean, it's a drama. Almost nothing that happens in yeah. the drama happens in real life. Thank God.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. five out of ten. Okay, I can accept that. I mm-hmm. do really want to watch it again after seeing this. And then okay, I also discovered that they did a reboot of this drama
1: Whoa in 2018 can...
0: on Netflix called My First First Time.
1: Oh, I've seen that one. That's why I we talk about this privately when I was a little bit confused. Like, it sounds a little bit familiar to something I've already watched.
0: Right. I didn't know about that until I did more research on it.
1: I don't think you'll like My First First Time because it has two seasons and I think it might be getting a third. I
0: know. That's why I saw that and I was like, oh why why can't they just keep a good thing a good thing and just leave it
1: i think it's maybe because of the netflix association i think because netflix is spending more money in korea i think they want more seasons for some reason because i think how netflix works
0: god i hate netflix or netflix
1: wants its content to be like when that doesn't really fit the K drama
0: mold yeah i guess so anyways i have nothing else to say
1: Mm -hmm. i'm good i'm done
0: Catch us next time with Dinner Mate, the first episode of Dinner Mate. Thank you for listening to Don't Meet Me in the Middle. If you want to thank Yeon Onion Park for the cover, you can find her at cat.on.bread on Instagram. Our intro and conclusion music is The Biggest Rodent off the album Cabibera by Louis Ong. You can find us on Twitter at Don't Meet Me One. Or on Instagram at Don't Meet Me in the Middle. You can also email us at dnt.m.m.m at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.